Friends, so good to see all of you. Really great to see all of you here and to celebrate this Holy Mass with you. I've had the essential ministers with me all these six plus weeks. It was great. It was beautiful to have them with me to celebrate this Mass. And then you were watching it live streamed and now I can see you here and while I recognize all of you, even though you're wearing your masks and keeping yourself safe, which is beautiful, wonderful, keeping others safe too, it's so great because Eucharist is an act of the community. Eucharist is an act of a family. So to have you here brings me great joy. And I know how much joy your heart is filled with, especially as we celebrate Mother's Day too, and some few mothers are here and so many, all of us have mothers, right? So we can pray for them and we can think of them and we can, you know, glorify God for them. And we have a beautiful mother, you know, Mary, our mother, crowned here and over in, in the breezeway. And we have another blessed mother and we have Our Lady of Guadalupe. We are surrounded by our blessed mother, all, you know, in this church and in our lives. So thank you for signing up to be here and you were the first pricks. You were like you're you're like the first draft, right? <laughs> in NBA or in in you know in in pro. Actually Judy and Jim Pites were the first ones I picked. So we need to talk about it, okay? <laughs> Undercover <laughs> some deals. No, nothing like that. It's very transparent. We wanted to make it very just as possible, and that was the best way we could. And all of you were first-round picks, so thank you and glorify God for your response to be here. So that being said, you know, the gospel today is such a beautiful gospel. I pray that gospel so often, especially when I go to visit the sick, especially the dying. You know, I was at Sunnyside Kaiser this Wednesday, you know, anointing, giving last rites to a, to a dear friend of mine from John the Baptist. And, you know, his daughter was there, and I used his words, do not let your hearts be troubled, you know, when I was reflecting with them. When we have a funeral, my heart goes out to all those people that have lost their loved ones these days, whether through COVID-19 or other illnesses, especially to the Adams family that are grieving the loss of their son, Brendan Adams. His funeral will be Tuesday. At funeral, we use that scripture reading as well. Do not let your hearts be troubled. You have faith in God. Have faith also in me. In my Father's house, there are many dwelling places. If there were not, would I have told you? Do you think I'm lying? In other words, so Jesus is really telling us that in his father's house, there are many dwelling places. Dwelling, remain in me, he says. You know, this chapter 16, 17, 18, Jesus 14, 15, Jesus talks so often about remain in me, abide in me. And now he's talking about dwell in me. You know, and toward the end of the gospel again, Jesus speaks those same words. So, 
Jesus is inviting us into a relationship. And then comes Thomas who says, Lord, how can we know? You know, how can we know the way? We've never been there. And Jesus says, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. One of the famous sayings of Jesus, the I am sayings of Jesus. I am the way and the truth and the life. In other words, Jesus is the path. In other words, Jesus is the gateway. In other words, Jesus is that revolving door that we talked about last Sunday. In other words, Jesus is the shepherd. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And there comes Philip who says, Master Jesus, just show us the Father. You know, that's enough. Just show us the Father and we'll be great. Right? Just show us the Father. Let's not, you know, delay this any further. Just show us the Father. And then Jesus' words kind of reminded me of my own mother's words, who says, and I quote here, Jesus says to Philip, Have I been with you for so long, Philip, and still you do not know me? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Right? And it goes on. Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I speak to you, I do not speak on my own. The Father who dwells in me, again see, the word dwells in me, is doing his works. The Father who dwells in me is doing his works. So, friends, what do we draw from this great gospel? Well, the simple truth, the honest truth is Jesus is saying, you know, I'm dying to be in a relationship with you. I'm dying, I'm so hungry to have a stronger bond with you. I want to be with you. I want you to be with me. You know, remain in me. Abide in me. Dwell in me. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Have faith in God. Have faith also in me. And not just I'm dying, guess what? He died so that he could have this relationship with us. So he could show us the path to the Father, our loving God. That's what Jesus is asking of us, to really bond with him. How can we know Jesus better? The scriptures give us the truth. Jesus' words give us the truth and how we can truly bond with him. Our life of prayer helps us come closer to him day by day. Personal encounter happens one-on-one. You know, as we celebrate Mother's Day, when I come down, oh, let's think about it before that, you know, this last Friday, my staff and I, we had one of the Zoom meetings from our homes We got to see a little of our homes and we got to relax in our homes and start our day at 8.30. By the way, they still work and work very, very hard for all of us. I'm so grateful to each one of them. Our parish staff, our school staff and faculty, every one of them. So we are talking about, you know, and when we talked about how we are feeling right now, what's going on in our lives right now, what are our dreams right now, what's my prayer right now? You know, I shared my feelings, 
and I heard my staff genuinely sharing their feelings and what's happening to them in their lives right now. Their anxieties, their worries, their joys. There's one of, one of our staff members who worked hard toward graduation, you know, doctoral studies. It's a long time. It's a hard period. But there's no way to have a graduation celebration. So, you know, we felt for that person. And there's so many. So that really helped us bond with each other, a step further on to know each other better. And that's what Jesus is asking of us. You know, and when I come down driving to church or going home, there's this store that's named My Mother Knows. And I always think about it and smile. It's like, yeah, she does. I couldn't figure it out when I was a kid, but she always did. She always knew what I was feeling when I was down and low. She would say, what's going on, son? I know something's bothering you. I know something's troubling you. Even in the letters that I wrote, she would recognize the tone of my letter. I was amazed by that. You know, I didn't have a smartphone or it didn't exist during that time. Trust me, it did not exist. Okay, I know you're thinking, uh, Sonia and her brothers, like, seriously? <laughs> it didn't exist? Yeah, it did not exist. You know, there were no cell phones when I was growing up. Yeah, to get a landline was a great deal back in India. So, but my mom knew that. You know, she knew that I was troubled she knew the right words to use in the letter. She wrote back to me. That's the mother's love. You cannot describe a mother's love. So, and that's the truth of every mother. I'm sure if you were given a microphone, you would say so much for your mother. And you want to, and I hope you will. In your words, in your written letters and cards today that you'll send or have already sent. And if not, do that. They have such consoling words that give us reason to get up and walk again. Mary is a great model of motherhood. She teaches us so much. The Catechism of the Catholic Church says Mary is a great model for all mothers and uses the title of advocate, helper, benefactress, and mediatrix speaking about Mary, the mother of Jesus. This title, friends, important for us to understand Mary's special relationship with her son, Jesus. Yes, with her son, Jesus. She's the mother of Jesus and with all of us, her children. Mary encourages us in our effort to follow her son, Jesus Christ, our risen Lord, who is, just as I said, dying and died so that we could really bond in this relationship to know how much he loved us. No greater love than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. So Mary gives us that hope, that courage, that strength we need to live as her children, leading the path that Jesus calls us to follow him. She's the advocate. She's our helper. Mary assists us in our life prayer and is an example for us. And mothers, Mary prays for us. So mothers, 
Pray for your children. Pray for your children. Share the task of praying for your children, for your spouses. A mother's example of listening to God teaches children the importance of doing the will of God. I learned it from my mother. Mothers, teach that to your children. Be that example of an advocate, of a helper, of a benefactor, a patron in the family, and invite Mary was patron in her, her, her own family and invited the Father's graces upon her to raise her son Jesus along with her husband Joseph. In today's family, mother offers a constant stream of love and encouragement to her children and her spouse. She is the patron of love and of refuge to her children, her family. A mother like Mary is mediatrix, bringing people to God, together as co-workers with Christ in the work of salvation. Mother, you are a mediator between your children and the work of salvation Christ has given us here on earth. As we journey toward eternal salvation, let us be mediators let us be that revolving door between Christ and our family. And let us lead all souls to heaven. The salvation that Christ has proclaimed. And may God bless you, mothers. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit.